this or that 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 this hold up hold up hold up please don't tell me it's time for another past and present ranking episode you mother right it is and it starts now What's up, it's your boy Enigma, and I'm ready to rain in the new year, just like everybody else. It's a couple of days to the new year, and I started to see a lot of podcasts and videos come out talking about the previous year, well, the current year's movies, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I decided, ah, why the hell not? I wasn't going to do it at first, but figured, nah, I might as well go ahead and throw my name in there and talk about some of the best and worst moments in cinema this year so this we're going to start off with the worst moments of cinema and in this podcast i'm going to discuss not just movies or tv shows or you know what have you it's going to be a combination of everything and talk about the worst moments that we've experienced this year well at least that i have now keep in mind i haven't seen every movie so there's probably a movie that you despised and say i can't believe it didn't make his list well i'm only going by the stuff that i actually saw this year so if i didn't see it it's not going to be on here and um I'm not going to do too much of a review of each selection because I've reviewed most of these already. So if you do want to hear my thoughts in more details, go ahead over to my podcast site and you can select whichever one you want to hear about. I have just under 100 podcasts that I've done this year doing different various reviews of older movies and newer stuff as well so whatever one of these selections that you want to listen to you can go there and get my full review in depth detail of the selection but without further ado let's go ahead and jump into some of the worst moments in cinema and tv show history for 2022 starting with number 10 Coming in at number 10, we have Andor. Now, there's going to be a lot of people who are shocked by that because there's a lot of Star Wars fanatics who just love this show, and I just was not one of them. Matter of fact, I thought Obi-Wan was a better show. This show is just a slow drag. You introduce characters who basically are dead within another episode, and it's broken up into almost different sections where the first three episodes do one thing the next few do another thing etc etc and then there's a lot of the politics and things like that this is a series that was made off a character that i did not give a damn about yes the character was good in rogue one but there was no need to make an entire series about this guy especially since you already know what his fate is it just, when you do prequels like this, it, I don't know, I just wanted something more from it. And I understand Star Wars doesn't have to be all about lightsaber battles and Jedi and all that. And that's fine. But this show right here was just boring. And the characters it introduced, there was little to no payoff. And then the ones they did kill were people that you didn't care about because you just met them a couple episodes before. So... Andor just didn't do it for me. It was a disappointment. Um, I didn't think it should have been made in the first place. And after watching it, I stand by that (laughs) stance. Number nine. Coming in at number nine is DMZ. Remember this? It was on the HBO app. 
and it starred Rosario Dawson. And everybody knows that I love Rosario Dawson. So for her to actually end up on a worse list, it truly must have been terrible. First of all, it was only four episodes long. I will never forgive them for that. Four episodes. They could have just made this into a movie. And then the first couple of episodes were just like real slow. And then like the last episode started to speed up. And you should have took a little more time with this. This should have been at least eight episodes long. Give a little more character development. Things that were mentioned that never came to pass. It was just stupid. It is based off a comic book. So... I'm sure you had a lot of things you could have discussed, you know, a lot of plots and character developments that you could have done, but you didn't take the time to do it. You just wanted to rush this four episode thing out. And to this day, I still don't believe that they made this into four episodes, especially the pacing of it. Because like I said, the first couple of episodes, there was a slow pace, like, okay, we're going to get somewhere. And I was enjoying it. And then all of a sudden it's over and they speed up the pace in the fourth episode and really part of the third episodes characters that you were introduced to that you thought were going to be around for a while are dead and i don't know this was just a big mess they shouldn't have released this they should have either have made this into a movie and just cut down some of that extra stuff the, the slow pacing in the first two episodes or they should have given this eight episodes. I would have preferred the eight episodes, but one or the other should have happened with this. It's just a forgettable show, to be honest with you. Number eight. Coming in at number eight is Titan Season 4 Part 1. This pissed me off. <laughs> Honestly, you probably should be a little higher, but Titan Season 4 Part 1. First of all, I didn't know it was a part one. I thought they were going to show the entire season, but they didn't. A lot of this whole magic stuff that they're doing now in there, it's quite confusing at times. And then you have probably the best live action version of Lex Luthor that I had ever seen. And they kill him off in the first episode. I am a big defender of Titans. I know there's a lot of people who don't like the show. I enjoy the darkness of it. I enjoy, you know, the show as a whole. But the decisions that they made just in this first part, and maybe it'll come to pass once I see the second part, and then I'll have a different um, stance on it. But for right now, it's just dumb. You took Rachel's power, so she's basically useless for a majority of the season, and the ending just left nothing to be desired. You have the the um, Robin guy. He's basically useless, although they wanted to go ahead and do his uh, homosexual relationship i guess they just that was the only reason he was there because other than that he really had no use for the team they act like he's such a useful person he's just dumb he's he's just a, a badly written character i don't like the actor either and then boom oh yeah he's homosexual not that i have a problem with that but he just had no substance rachel is basically useless gar is basically useless the entire first portion of this season is useless and i pray and hope that when they show the part two that i can go back and review this and say you know what i was wrong they were building to something but for what i saw so far this is just trash <laughs> number seven Coming in at number seven, Billions, season six. Now, this one hurt my heart because I am a big fan of Billions. Okay, I've been a big fan since it premiered. My favorite character, Bobby Axelrod, is on the show. 
well, not anymore. And that's when the quality basically dropped. Really, the last season that he was on there, the quality started to drop. But Mike Prince just isn't that guy. You know what I'm saying? Him going against Chuck Rose, it really doesn't make any sense, to be honest with you, because, I mean... For the most part, Mike Prince hadn't really done anything. All the stuff that he did illegally was because Chuck Rose was just being a prick to him. I mean, it's just, it doesn't have that edge anymore. It doesn't really, the pop culture references, I mean, it just felt better from Axelrod, who, I don't know, even though he's a billionaire, you can kind of relate to a lot of the things that he was saying because he came from nothing. And I'd like to think that if I was a billionaire, I'd probably be more like him. But the story just is dumb. I, honestly, they need to put this one out to pasture. I know they have one more season left in them. They just need to go ahead and do this one more season where Mike Prince is running for president, of all things, and just wrap it up after that. Just go ahead and finish off the storyline. Let's move on. We're done. We're tired of this. I hate to see a legacy of this show get basically thrown in the dumps because, I mean, it, they've just lost their glow about it. I mean, I understand Damian Lewis, why he left, and I don't blame him, but without him, the show is not the show that we signed on to watch. So let's go ahead and have one more season to clear up all these storylines, and let's just move on. Rest in peace to Billions. Number six. Coming in at number six, Power Book 4. Force. This show is stupid. Okay. Out of all the power spinoffs and power universe, this is dumb. Okay. I mean, Tommy, he was a cool character in power, but there is no way that Tommy, one guy, a white guy at that, would go into Chicago and start running things. Just one guy. Okay. He doesn't have an entire team with him. He doesn't have any connections to the streets or anything like that. This is just a stupid show. Basically what this is, is power meets Grand Theft Auto. And Tommy is tasked to do these different jobs just to go to the next level. It was just terrible. I mean, <laughs> again, I like power. I like the power universe and Tommy and Ghost in New York made sense because they had a crew. They were known on the streets. You know, they were respected. This dude just comes out of nowhere and just starts to take over the city with just himself. And I don't get it. I mean, it's just a bad show. The show itself, honestly, didn't need to be made. I mean, it just, I don't know. It's just one of those shows. It's just like, it's, I just want to forget it because it, it really did nothing for me. The characters that were on there didn't do anything for me. And then these people, now Chicago has... I think around four or five million people there. And for some reason, everybody in New York just happens to run into Tommy out there. I mean, get out of here with that. This show was just utterly, utterly garbage. They really shouldn't have made this show. I understand they're probably going to have a part two to it. And I'm going to watch it because, you know, I've watched the Power Universe. But this is a terrible show. They need to pick up the quality somehow or just at least give a better storyline because yeah this old grand theft auto tommy is just not the business it's it's not good at all number five coming in at number five it's moon knight now moon knight started off good and there are some actual good things that happened in this but you know it, it just 
didn't catch on. There was a lot of confusion and a lot of things that they are doing in there. And, you know, unless you follow the whole Egyptian gods and history and stuff like that, it's going to be a lot of confusing things going on. And this one is probably doesn't deserve to be at number five, probably deserves to be a little bit earlier. But I think the reason why I ranked it so high was because of the disappointment that it was. You know, I came into it thinking it was going to be one thing and it, I was just utterly disappointed for it. And it just really pissed me off because I enjoyed the character Moon Knight, you know, altogether. Now, I'm not a big comic book fan of him, but the iterations that I did see, I actually enjoyed. And this show just didn't do it. And Oscar Isaac, I think, is a great actor. And it's nothing to do with him. It's just the way that it was written. And the only thing that I really liked about it is they really touch base on abuse, which is something that Disney, I was actually shocked that Disney went there with child abuse. But other than that, and then the intrigue at the beginning, like, who is this Moon Knight? When are we going to see him? And, you know, when we finally get to see him, oh, they take his powers away. <laughs> I hate, hate, hate shows that gives us characters that we want to see with their powers and take them away for a majority of the damn series and probably because of budgetary reasons but it is just this was just poorly executed maybe after the second season comes out they'll kind of build on that but the way that they executed this the bad far outweighed the good trust me number four Coming in at number four, we have Miss Marvel. Now, I mean, again, this is a series that I guess it had potential. I mean, I'm glad they're using a lot of inclusion to really have a first, uh, you know, the female superhero who's also um, of Indian descent or, you know, dealing with the Muslim, whatever it was. You know, it's so, <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. It was so bad, but... I'm just tired of seeing the same old, same old with Marvel. You know, Marvel needs to step it up. I think their phase four has been an utter failure for the most part. And this just adds on to it because you're celebrating a character that nobody likes in the first place. Nobody likes Miss um, Marvel. Nobody really cares for her. And you're going to make a, you know, and again, like I said, inclusion, I get that. The show is best when they were showing us the different traditions that we're normally not accustomed to in the real world, at least I'm not. And But other than that, it was the same old BS storyline, and I'm so sick and tired of kid-driven uh, superhero stuff. And what I mean by that is the one starting in high school, like Peter Parker, for example. You know, Peter Parker actually had different adventures as a grown man, okay? I'm tired of seeing him in high school. He needs to graduate, for God's sake, have his adventures, as a married man and all that type of stuff. But for some reason we're stuck in school with him. And this is just another version of that. And I'm sick and tired of seeing it. You know, it, it just didn't work for me. There was a lot of things that, that could have been good. The, the, the villains just didn't make sense. Some of their powers and what their ambitions were didn't make sense. Hell, Miss Marvel's power herself. Some of it just didn't make sense. And this series just didn't make sense to me. Number three. Coming in at number three is a special one, and it's the DCEU. And I just wanted to group it all together. What the hell are they doing? When James Gunn was announced taking over, you know, the whole DC universe, I was actually excited about that because Guardians of the Galaxy were good. 
Um, the Suicide Squad film that he did was good as well. And then Peacemaker was also a great series. So having James Gunn there, I said this could only make DC better. However, some of the more questionable things that he's done, like kicking off Henry Cavill as Superman, which is a big mistake. I loved his version of Superman. Patty Jenkins has walked off the Wonder Woman set and project, and I don't know if Gal Gadot is going to be back. Who knows? Um, the Rock already said that Black Adam's not going to have any thing to do with the DCEU. So it really kills you because, you know, you still have Shazam, Aquaman, and the Flash movie coming out. Why should I go see any of these movies if it's not going to lead to anything? And I'm not really interested in seeing any of them. You know, the new Shazam movie, I believe, is coming out here shortly. And if it's not out already, I just don't want to see it because what's the point? It's not going to lead up to anything. This reminded me of when Dark Phoenix came out. I waited a long time to actually go see that too because it was the final X-Men movie. It wasn't going to lead to anything. So what's the point of going to see it? You know, now the Flash one may actually do something because normally the Flash is going to reset the universe, my guess, and that may actually be worth seeing. But, you know, Black Adam's gone, Superman's gone, Wonder Woman's on hold, who knows what's going on with Batman, obviously Cyborg is done. I mean, there's nothing for us to really be motivated to see these movies that are coming out. Now, he did say he's going to take adaptations from the Justice League animation series, which I'm intrigued by, but as far as the DCEU as it stands now, it's basically useless to me. It's like, you know, what are you doing? So yes, it makes number three on this list because the entire universe has just dropped the ball and have no clue where it's going thus far. Number two. Coming in at number two, Thor, Love and Thunder. Now, I hated Thor Ragnarok, okay? I know there's a lot of people who love that movie. I despised it because it made Thor just a comedic character. It was just stupid. I hated it. And so what do they do? They make it even worse. Now people are agreeing with me after seeing Thor, Love and Thunder. And my question to those same people who like Ragnarok what did you think was going to happen? Okay, when you put comedy crap like that in the first film and people enjoy it, they say it's one of the best Marvel films, which it's not, he's going to double down on it on the sequel. And this is what we got, this old trash movie. I went to see it in theaters just to keep up with Marvel, but yeah, this movie was horrible. You know, that the Thor character is just a, a comedian. It, it just I just can't take him seriously, even when he's trying to be serious in the movie all the stupid jokes that miss and everything that's going on it was just a terrible terrible movie and this is what's leading to marvel's downfall so i'm hoping that this new phase is kind of getting over with because yeah other than spider-man and wakanda forever i mean there's really nothing that <laughs> went really well for marvel i mean like i said moon knight miss marvel we're both trash, in my opinion. And then you have this movie, which was just horrible. I don't know, Marvel. And the multiverse movie um, with Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness or whatever. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. But yeah, this movie here was just terrible. It was just one of the worst movies I've seen all year. Number one. 
All right, before I get to number one, I want to talk about a couple of dishonorable mentions that just missed the cut. And Jurassic World Dominion, while I actually did enjoy this movie to some parts, really, I think what happened with this one is I had such low expectations, especially when the reviews started to come out, that by the time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. But yeah, when you look at it, it is still a bad movie. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Had some good things in there, but there was a lot of things that just weren't good, especially the final episode. I mean, I get breaking the fourth wall, but good Lord, <laughs> that was just terrible. And then City on a Hill season three, Showtime just is trying to cancel this show. Just admit what you're trying to do. There was no advertisement to it and it was okay, but it, I think most of my disappointment is that they're not even trying to do anything with this show some of the cliched storytelling it, it just didn't do it for me now on to number one the worst movie that i saw this year or worst viewing of a show or movie that i saw this year it's morbid time morbius this movie was so terrible and i'm still upset that i went to the theaters to see this I just don't know what to say about it. They they had a great concept to bring this character, but it's, Sony doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Let's just be honest. The first Venom movie was okay. I enjoyed it. It was decent. It was okay. The second Venom movie was terrible. And this movie actually makes the second Venom movie look like one of Marvel's best movies ever. This movie was just totally totally garbage they did not need to make this movie the the story didn't make sense the character didn't make sense you know and it's sad because i do like morbius as a character just not this iteration i don't know what they were trying to do and then he switches up at the end for some reason he needs to take on spider-man which is never explained and why would it be explained because there's nothing to explain i know uh matt smith was in this movie i'm sure glad he's happy that he decided to sign on with house of the dragon because yeah this movie here was just one of the world's worst movies not just of this year but probably of all time it probably make my list if i had to do a top 10 list of worst movies ever this will be right in that mix somehow but uh anyways that's my list of the worst misses of this year top 10 worst misses of this year and like i said some of it's based off of disappointment and some of it is based off of quality but that's my list there are certain things on there like andor that i'm sure a lot of people like but hey that's just my opinion it just wasn't as good so what are your thoughts what is your top 10 worst movies or tv shows of the year look like leave your thoughts in the comments as always and if you want to check out some of my creative work hit me up at www.enigmakid.com that's www.enigmakid.com it's your boy enigma signing off deuces